Hey, 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 and welcome to our second episode of Spiritually Unashamed. My name is Layla. I'm Carl. I'm Z. And Carl, do you mind telling the listeners what Spiritually Unashamed is about? Yes. Spiritually Unashamed is about creating a safe space for Christians and non-Christians alike to just have a conversation about their journey through faith. Yes. And so before we start, like always, well, it's only our second one, but still, like always, uh, Layla has a fun fact or something weird, a story. I don't know. But what do you have for us today, Layla? Yeah, so I was Googling fun facts, right? Because, you know, I don't just, guys, I'm not born with these fun facts. I just Google it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm obsessed with roller coasters. I figured out, I don't know if you guys knew this, but in the 1880s, a businessman named LaMarcus Thompson invented roller coasters as a way to basically prevent Americans from sinning. Wait, what? what? Yeah. It, so apparently, okay, so around the 1880s, that's when like the brothels were happening. People were in saloons mm-hmm. doing those crazy things, right? So he invented a roller coaster as an idea to have people, instead of going to the saloons and those brothels and those bars and stuff like that, he invented the roller coaster so that they could go there instead to have fun in a safe and better manner, if that makes sense. And believe it or not, um, the fir- he invented the um, first roller coaster in New York, which is, I believe, called Coney Island. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Coney Island. No way. Yeah. So, so the roller coaster ever? The first roller coaster. Well, according Drama. to Back no but yeah and I thought it was so interesting because <laughs> you would have never thought that would be the reason behind why a roller coaster would be invented but that's actually the reason and I was like dang the next time I want to ride a roller coaster and people say um that's not safe I'm gonna say what Jesus invented that's so crazy did he I think guess- that like the adrenaline from from roller coasters would like substitute i don't know desire to do other stuff i guess it makes sense though because you're appealing to another like sense mm-hmm. and like i guess you get more of a rush than drinking where you just get like a minor buzz yeah <laughs> Do you guys have a fear of roller coaster? Oh, I thought you said fear of roller coaster. No. I oh, like, I, no. Do. I do. I <gasps> do, no. but like I'll still get on it as long as like other people I know get on it. I'll get on it, but I'll be like super terrified, and I'm the person that closes their eyes the whole time. Yo, okay. Scary. First time I rode a roller coaster was in Six Flags America. So I went with an adult, right? Because you know, adult supervision makes sure I was gonna stay alive throughout the entire ride. <laughs> so I went in this roller coaster with this adult that. I wasn't even close to. So I get on this roller coaster. Y'all, mind you, it is above 90 degrees Fahrenheit outside, which means everyone is sweating. We go up the roller coaster. As soon as I see we're about to go down, my head goes into this stranger's armpit. I literally screamed my Mm. life out. Yo, honestly, if I if I blacked out, which I don't remember if I did, but if I probably from the smell. So for today's topic, uh, we thought it would be appropriate to talk about thankfulness. So my question to you guys is, what are some things that you're thankful for after the year we've had? Mm. That's hard, right? Yeah. The first thing that I think about is just that my family and I and all those close to me have life, that we're alive. I got, you know, I got COVID. Rick, my husband got COVID back in May. And then his parents as well. So it was pretty scary. Thankfully, though, like, you know, Rick went through it. It was 
same symptoms that I did, but not too, not too bad. Um, his parents had it a little bit harder. And then for me, even till today, I still have like chest pains from when I had it. And I went to the doctor like a few weeks ago, um, just because I was having a lot of chest pain. And they were like, you should come in just in case. Um, and they were just like, this is what we're seeing is almost normal. And a lot of people who have had COVID is that they get like these I don't know, like lasting symptoms, but I'm praying obviously that, <laughs> that that goes away. But still, I think at the end of the day, I'm just thankful that my family and the people closest to me are, are healthy, you know, and alive. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm thankful for my friends and family throughout this entire like social distancing, quarantining, just staying home. It's very hard for a lot of people, um, especially those that don't live with anybody, those that are just literally by themselves up like at all times and they don't live in an area where they can go visit their parents it's good to have friends or like that circle of people that they that will always that you can always rely on basically I'm also thankful for my family as well because they've made sure to keep me sane like actually sane at home <laughs> from my room literally because I'm working <laughs> And I'm also thankful for Wi-Fi. It's keeping me entertained. Netflix, y'all. Look, it's a series. Girl, I'm gonna say TikTok. Oh. Yeah, that should have been your answer. <laughs> That's you. Look, look, TikTok and I, we're in this type of relationship that is just untouchable. Okay. So if if any of you listeners have a good um, what's it called, TikTok page that I should follow, let me know. Okay, because I will. Yes. I will like everything. Um, I guess for me, thing I'm most thankful for is my health. I think like, especially this year, like, you know, friend, I was in and out of the hospital, in and out of doctors, getting so many like x-rays and whatnot. So definitely like, I guess, changing up my diet, changing up what I do in order to maintain good health. And that like, thankfully, it hasn't been anything like too serious or I guess finally being in that point where I'm starting to feel better and the pains that I used to have are finally going away, which was very stressful and can definitely put you like in a negative spot, especially if like doctors can't figure out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's awesome. I did have a follow-up question for you guys. Now mm-hmm. that we're talking about thankfulness this year, I guess it's um, what is something or some things that we've learned uh this year that's a very good question I guess something I learned is to appreciate just to appreciate more the things that I have um not everything will last like for example hanging out with my friends that literally was taking taken away in a matter of like 24 hours like and I and I remember it in my mind because I was at work and out of nowhere my manager was just like everybody has to go home and then the next day is like, oh, no one can come out. All of that was taken away from me. It definitely just changed a lot. Like not being able to go to church. I, like I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have because I'm not saying virtual service isn't good, but something about being there in person makes a difference versus being at home. That's something that I learned. Like I have to appreciate more of what, what my life has to offer in general, like what God has offered to me. Like I don't, I, I realized I didn't appreciate it as much back then. Like I didn't take advantage of those opportunities that I could have. Now that I'm in, locked inside a house at all times, I'm like, I really want to go out there and learn something new. I want to go out there and hang out with the hermanos and hermanas from church. I don't know. I just, I really miss them. I miss the hugs, even though I would normally be like, back off. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, now I'm like, come back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> come on. But yeah, that's what yeah. I learned. Same. 
I think that's that's a big one is appreciating what we once had, right? And how it was just taken away and how we had to find new ways of trying to interact with each other. Just that just having social interaction, I feel like now it's like any chance we see each other in person or, you know, in some way it's like, oh, it's so exciting because it's been so long. But I would say the same as as you, Layla, you know, appreciating what, what we had and, and the family, you know, sometimes also like we're so used to like having our family around, whatever. And then appreciating, no, like I want to, get to know my dad even more mom even more like that's possible like you can get closer and it's amazing right building those relationships that maybe we took for granted before so I I agree with that appreciating it and um yeah yeah same thing about church and family and just another thing for me especially is like learning to be patient with family and friends just because it's so weird with family now like being together especially when quarantine first started like learning to be together almost like 24 hours instead of like you know the normal four or whatever after coming back from work so like learning to have patience with them and then like trying to navigate like what our new normal will be like and I guess just appreciating that time because even though like I might not be as close with like for example my uncle I felt like oh okay like I guess before I was taking it for granted but now that like we can't see or like talk to them anymore I'm more like wanting to build that relationship and like yeah make sure that they're okay and that if they need anything I'm always there for them I feel like I've also learned to like try new things and step out of your comfort zone even though like especially with everything going on like you just want to stay like safe and in your house or whatever so like picking up little crafts here and there or like learning to edit or learning to be I guess more creative than like what normally um, you're able to do before yeah that's so true there is another thing that like I forgot to mention before but I think it's like the support system from your friends and like pushing each other because I know like for this is our first semester back at school and like the stress of going back while like you know the whole like pandemic's going on it was just like stressful we create like study like study nights I don't know I honestly if it weren't for like the pandemic I probably wouldn't have gone back to school Wow, I agree. Honestly, coming back to school, I think I was out of school for, I want to say at least four years. Same. Yeah, four years out of school. And wait, sorry. I, so you both started this this fall, right? 2020. That's so that, crazy, right? It's crazy because I told Layla, oh, you should go back to school. And then I think she was like, I'll go back if you go back. So we were just like, all right, let's do it. Yes. She sent in her tuition information. And I was like, I was joking <laughs> you had to follow through though <laughs> I had to follow through because technically like well I, I was always encouraging her I always encourage people to continue studying because you never know right um mm-hmm. you can literally find something you, uh, you can find a new passion in school yeah and I've always wanted to go back to school um especially because I obviously haven't finished I, I want to finish it and like finish strong or something I was very hesitant because I was afraid of what was to come and I was, I knew I was going to get stressed. I knew there was going to be tough. <laughs> Carl set me up. <laughs> you set me for up. For success. You set me up for success, but a whole bunch of stress. Okay. Hey, that rhymed. It did. Write that down really quick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you actually legitimately set me up like for success, but with stress. Okay. Like, like legitimately. It's crazy. Girl, if I was going to stress out, you were going to stress out with me. <laughs> 
I'm not I, I'm not gonna lie I did miss it like I missed the whole like being in school I did not miss the tests I did not miss the quizzes I did not miss the essays y'all no. my biology <laughs> teacher had me write him a five-page essay for what <laughs> no they probably didn't even read it so it's, but I got a hundred on it hey going back to what Carl's was saying like that friend group I do appreciate it because it was it is a goal of mine it's, it's, and it's always going to be a goal of mine to graduate out of college university or something and mm-hmm. to be I don't know something in life <laughs> like something cool and uh, I guess there was a speed bump there that I was just afraid to kind of jump over but I'm thankful that Carl's put up an ultimatum for me and <laughs> said if I do it you do it and I'm like okay so thank you Carl thank you thank you for adding stress into my life thank you for adding three more gray hairs to my head thank you for adding more wrinkles and thank you, you for giving me multiple sleepless nights <laughs> I guess we can move on to another question um obviously we all have like we're appreciative of many things right but also with this year as you can tell due to COVID we've also had a lot of um loss so as Christians how do you guys deal with loss this is such a tough question like personally I lost my grandmother this year um, at the very start of COVID so like not being able to travel and be there for my grandpa like it was the hardest thing ever and I was getting so much like anxiety and like like I was having chest pains as well earlier this year the anxiety plus that like I remember I had to go to like the hospital for them to like give me like a shot of morphine to help the pain so like it was a lot of stress and a lot going on I just remember everyone kept telling me like you got to pray for peace you know you gotta pray that um god gives you understanding because you know he already had plans set out for everyone we knew it was god's timing and that's what kept being poured into me and like people telling me around and praying for us praying for peace you have to understand that like there is a season for everything and unfortunately yeah it might be tough but ultimately you know i don't know if it's like if your faith is strong or whatever but like god is going to give you that peace eventually it's not going to come like very quickly or the next day or the next hour, but it's going to come and you're going to be okay with it. Yeah, there might be some hard days, but you remember where your faith and your foundation is at. Well, it's tough. Like I was, when I was um, thinking of this question, I thought about it, like there's so many things that we lost. We lost family members, people lost work, people lost connections with um, their like family and themselves like marriages ended up getting separated because they couldn't stand being together people just lost it in general like it's crazy and uh, I was just thinking about it and I was like meditating in it and I was like it sucks because no one expected this year to be this way and no one wants this to happen to anyone but it happens we always have to remember that as Christians we aren't part of this world we're going to experience a lot of things like we're going to experience loss on so many levels but again just you have to keep in mind we are not part of this world your goal in the end yes you're going to lose a lot of things you're going to experience a lot of pain a lot of hurt but you always have to keep in mind that your goal is God your goal is his grace your goal is achieving that grace of his right it sucked because like the same as you Carlos I also lost someone that I cared about a lot and it took me a lot it took me a while for me to finally come to the conclusion that it's it's just gonna happen like you're gonna lose people left or right like we're gonna die one day I'm sorry for those listening this is really dark but you're gonna die one day 
and I don't want to laugh about it, but like, no, but yeah, yeah, true. like you have to remember everyone is gonna die. We're not eternal until we die and make it to God. Like, unless you can prove to Him that you are worthy to be with Him. Like, by worthy, I mean like constantly following His word, constantly praying, constantly doing what the Bible says you should do. That's what I mean by worthy, right? Um, that's like the only way you will be able to receive that eternal life. And the only way you can receive it is by dying. Because remember this body, the body we're in right now, it's just temporary. Like we're not going to be in here forever. Right? Like this earth is not meant forever. It's only meant to be temporary. It's just something you always have to think about. And the chapter that came into my mind was, and y'all look, I'm Hispanic. So I read the Bible in Spanish. So I'm going to say it in Spanish. <laughs> Colossenses tres, okay? <laughs> what is that in English? Uh, Colossians. Colossians. Thank you. I couldn't I say Colossians. <laughs> Colossians. Colossians. Colossians 3. It just talks about that. It talks about how we're not part of this world, right? So whenever you're experiencing loss, like, and I don't mean like death. I mean, obviously, if it's death, obviously, think about it as well. But um, anything else, like loss in your job, just always keep in mind, God is there for you. And he's going to be there for you throughout all of it, right? He's not going to leave you alone. He's literally going to be holding your hand. And I think that's something that as a Christian that helps me deal with loss, just because it feels good to rely on someone that's always going to be there for me that's how I feel about it yeah I guess like just quick like disclaimer or whatever we're not saying like oh don't mourn for them like don't no. care too much like it's okay to care it's okay yeah. to mourn um, yeah. but don't let it kind of like take you to a dark place or like sit with you for so long because then that brings your own like I guess spiritual life yeah. it diminishes it yeah. if you're kind of staying in that dark place for too long yeah yeah what you guys said about um your experiences and everything I just think it's amazing how you guys can come to that conclusion and I include myself as well because I agree with what you're saying and you know I think if we opened up our each of our like histories up to people you know I think it would be clear to others that you know there's no reason to be thankful like what are you guys talking about how can you be thankful for anything in 2020 you know I have my parents they lost a family member to COVID um you know I think we all have experienced in some way loss but I think that what we're talking about is that perspective that we have once you come to Christ it's you change you're reborn right so that doesn't mean you know instantly you're gonna be like this whole new person without temptations but you are you are different there is a a change a transformation and that includes in your mind too right and the way you you see things and i i love c.s lewis i really like this quote of his that he says um i believe in christianity as i believe that the sun has risen not only because i see it but because by it i see everything else so i feel like that kind of just sums it up on how through christ we have this different perspective than the world and like Layla, you were saying, you know, we're not from this world, right? This is temporary. Um, but that means that our mind needs to see things in a spiritual way, right? In a heaven, heavenly way, as I don't know if you could put it, or a Christ-like way, right? It reminded me of uh, in Romans 12, 2, where it talks about not letting, uh, not letting yourself be conformed by this world, but rather be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And I feel like essentially what we're all sharing is like, like how we have been transformed, right? Our, our perspective on all these things has changed um, since we came to Christ. It's an ongoing journey. <laughs> it is not easy, right? But 
I think that there's power in that perspective and there's power in practicing it, like what we're doing now, which is practicing being thankful. And I think that's a very powerful thing to also inspire others to do the same. And I think also by loss, it's not only like losing a person, it could have been, especially this year, losing your job. Um, The unemployment rate went just increased and it's scary how many people got upset or developed like depression because of it, anxiety and all these other like mental health issues because they weren't sure where they would get their next paycheck in order to buy food in order to provide for their families and it's crazy to think that like that's something we would have had to deal with especially because most people live paycheck to paycheck and if they're not getting that like what are they going to do? And it's crazy how we looked at it as a negative perspective instead of looked at it, okay, God is telling me to pause right now. Mm-hmm. This is his way of telling me, okay, I need to maybe fix whatever I was doing. Or if I lost a job, okay, maybe he has something better planned for me. Like just try to twist it into a positive or see it through God's eyes in a way. I mean, and take action, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we all kind of experienced it, like, especially with going back to the whole church thing, right? We are no longer allowed. I mean, now, obviously, with restrictions, you can go to church, right? There was a moment where church was closed in general, right? Like, no one could go. Like, there was no one there in the sanctuary to see it in person. Um, And that kind of put me, like, at least me, I don't know if you guys felt it too, but that put me in a test where it's like, am I actually going to wake up on time for service? Like, am I going to sit there like the same way I would have done it? Like, if I had to go in person? I don't know. It just, it kind of put me in a position where basically I felt tested. Like, like my faith was being tested. How much do you believe in him? Or how much, how strong is your faith that you're going to wake up in the morning on Sunday by yourself and watch the service through social media? Mm -hmm. And are you going to actually stay there throughout the entire service are you going to stand up and worship when the worship ministry is standing without having someone next to you to encourage you to stand up right so that kind of put that into my mind because it was tough like honestly I'm not gonna lie it was tough waking up early and I think there were times where Carl's would text me and be like are you awake and I'm like (laughs) no answer (laughs) yeah but for me I was so used to just being constantly moving around and just doing stuff at church like serving for example that when I wasn't serving, I felt useless. I felt like I had nothing to do. I felt like, what's the point? And it took a while for me to finally realize, no, this is God like actually testing you to see how strong is your faith. There are places in this world where they can't practice Christianity. They can't practice worshiping God. They can't do that stuff, but yet they still risk their lives for it. Mm And I'm over here in this country where we have freedom of religion and you can do whatever you want with it, but yet I'm, I'm choosing not to see how weird it is. It's like, like you're actually choosing not to do it when you have complete freedom to do it versus other people are risking their lives to worship a God that's living. I guess that's what kind of just came into my mind and helped me just get out of that funk that I was in because I'm not gonna lie it was hard for me like I I felt very like I said useless I felt I felt very useless I'm like I'm not doing anything for you like I felt like praying wasn't doing anything I felt like worshiping by myself at home wasn't doing anything and it's that's how you know the enemy is definitely trying to like take over you because obviously it's not God saying oh you're useless like that's the enemy yeah. in your mind and saying you're useless 
you can't do nothing without like going to church or without your friend for a moment there it's like you forget that god's still there mm-hmm. like they're with you i forgot what the question was <laughs> <laughs> no i think that's really that's really good because what you said about that feeling of uselessness during this time it just goes to show how coming to christ gives you an identity and it gives you a purpose you know like without without him it's like what do you live for you know like you live for yourself that's it and um you can maybe like okay I'll I'll do charity I'll do this and that and then I I see how people who don't know Christ they feel something when they do that right they feel like wow this is amazing but it's so much greater when you know that what you're doing has an eternal weight right or an eternal value so I think what you're saying is that's very true and I felt the same way like you know our schedule is like you know we're serving we're doing this we're doing that which is amazing and then once everything was like down it's like okay well now you need to focus on you and your relationship with God like you know let's see how well do you (laughs) well do you do on your own and I think that's definitely learning experience and I feel like that's something else to add to the list of what to be thankful for is that you like I've gotten closer you think that at the certain stage that you're at you're like this is it but there's always new like levels to go Um, and so I feel like I, I leveled up in my personal life. There's still so much more to go. Y'all, this is like Candy Crush. The levels are endless. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) After you get out of that funk, it's just, you feel a stronger connection with him. Like, I feel like this year, my relationship with God grew by so much. Like I've never been in this level, like you said, Z, in a very long time. I feel like he's literally next to you when I need him. And I love it. Like, I love the fact that I get to experience that. And to those listening, I hope that you guys get to experience, literally, it's just the best feeling to just have someone there to rely on and to just kind of speak to whenever you're by yourself and you're confused, basically. Yeah. So now we would like to share... um our own personal testimonials of things that we've gone through this year. Um, I know for me personally, uh, like I mentioned before, it was my health. Um, So around April, May, I started getting like really bad chest pains, didn't know what was going on. Um, I used to get them like years ago, but this year was like way worse. I would wake up and I literally could not move. It felt like I was like having a heart attack or something. Got x-rays, everything looked good. Pain was still there. The medication wasn't working. We ended up deciding that I needed to get an MRI. Once we got that done, it showed that I had a fracture on the first rib closest to like um, the sternum. Had to let that rest. And then going into late or mid-May, I just started like blacking out, didn't know what was causing it, blacked out to a point like I had to be taken to the ER, had more tests done, and they really couldn't figure out why I was blacking out, why I was having really bad headaches, why the chest pain was still there. So I just remember they kept calling me their mystery patient, which didn't like make me feel any better about the situation. It just increased my anxiety, which increased the chest pain. Yeah, so that happened all throughout the summer. Chest pain was gone by, I want to say, like, like end of July. And then August, the headaches just, like, fully increased where it was only the right side, though, that the headaches were really bad. I felt like someone was, like, squeezing the right side of my head really tightly. And I legit just did not want to get out of bed, did not want to move. I still had to go to work. So I work with kids with, kids with autism, so I'm there with them, like, three hours could barely make it through one hour. I had to call my coworker to come in early to take over my shift because I just could not 
I can even get a full sentence out without like getting really bad headaches. So, you know, I had to get an MRI like uh, of my brain done to make sure nothing was wrong. Since May, we've been praying for like good health, good health. And it wasn't till like, I want to say like November that I finally started feeling better. And it's weird that like it happened all throughout like quarantine because it definitely like in a way made me struggle with my faith just because I was like, why is this happening to me? You know, like I'm trying to do everything so right. I'm trying to do everything, like read my Bible, pray and like attend church and like serve. What am I doing wrong when I'm like trying to serve you? And I think that was where I was like, I'm saying I, I, I so many times. It's not about me. It's about God. Obviously, you know, this is one of those like times where we, our faith is being tested and like not what can I do, but it's what is God doing in my life. And it took me a while to understand that because I can't take the pain anymore. I'm over it. Like I'm over whatever is going on. So it's definitely one of those things where it's like, all right, you got to take the focus off of the pain and put it onto what is God doing in my life and trying to stay faithful to the fact that like he's letting me go through this season for a reason in order to strengthen my faith with him and to strengthen the fact that like yes I believe like wholeheartedly that he's gonna heal me and like I've said like plenty of times it's like it's not in that moment that he's gonna heal me it's gonna take a while obviously because it's his timing not mine so yeah that was my mini like little testimonial of this year and how like it sucked (laughs) and what do you how do you feel going into the the new year 2021 obviously very thankful that I went through it just because it taught me how like to shift my perspective and it showed me that I can handle all that pain that I went through because I trusted God and I trusted that he would bring me that peace that I was asking for that good health that I was asking for so I think that's definitely like my um, takeaway take away from all that yeah what's amazing is that I know that as time goes by you're gonna see new um, takeaways, you know, like of that experience of 2020. We all stop to think about something traumatic or anything that's happened to us and the lessons that we've learned that we could come up with so many. Excited to hear yeah. what um, what God's going to, you know, speak through you. Yeah, I guess I also have a um, tiny testimonial, which I kind of brought up during our last um, question. I did lose someone that I really cared about um, and that was my uncle and he is my only like fully blood relative uncle if that makes sense but he was special. Losing him was honestly I've never lost someone so close to me. When I was younger I had losses like my grandma passed away and my grandpa passed away but I was young and during that time you don't really understand death like you do now that whole experience um took a lot on me from the first day that I got the call and Carl's sadly you were there to witness it when I got the call Mm -hmm. Uh, we were doing our homework sessions because you know she made me stress out this entire semester and I got a call from my uncle's girlfriend in Honduras and she somehow has this like bad feeling in her gut and she's like no something's wrong something's not right I think I think something bad happened her immediate like feeling was that he passed away obviously my next instinct was to call my dad because that's his only sibling I call my dad and I'm like dad did you hear the news and of course like during that my my mind is going oh my gosh if my dad doesn't know I'm about to break the news to him I don't know what to say and if anything like I, I don't know I was just a lot of feelings were going through me so I told my dad he already knew so of course um I that night it was like I think it was like 
11 or 10 ish, I quickly get into my car and I drive over to my dad's house because we don't live together, right? And we drive to Manassas because that's where my uncle would live. We drive up to the house and immediately all I see is my uncle's car and a letter on it, a note that says, um, if you're his family member, call this phone number. So of course I quickly grab my phone and I call because I want to know. I'm like, I'm, I'm confused what's happening. So I call and I meet this lady in the sketchiest place ever. And she tells me he had passed away. He had, he was actually found passed away. He, he had died a week before and no one knew. And at that time, I just went through so many emotions. I, I was angry. I was confused. I was sad. I, I was just going through all of it. And I'm like, why like he's such an awesome man like he's such a great guy he he was a believer in Christ I'm like why like this it's not fair like he is such a great guy and it made me just feel so angry I'm like I don't want to say I question God because I, I obviously God knows everything right but I definitely just was confused I was so confused as to but like like why again the question and so it was just a lot on me and then to make things even to add more stuff to my plate I also was in charge of planning his funeral and just planning everything to have his body um flown to Honduras because his dream was to be buried next to his not his mom but it was his his grandmother he wanted to be buried next to her like that whole entire process just took a lot on me and I never thought I would be planning someone's funeral. If I'm being honest, like probably two weeks or maybe even a day before I was planning my wedding. Okay. <laughs> and for those um, listening, I am very much single, nowhere close, but I was planning my wedding. I went from planning my wedding to planning a funeral. And it just, I, I spent many nights like just crying by myself in my room just because I was just, I didn't understand. I was just so confused. I kept thinking like, why, why, why? And then the story of Job came into my mind and you start realizing Job also went through a lot of losses. He experienced so much. He kept questioning God, kind of like the same way that I was. I'm like, why? Like, how could you do something like this? Like, why are you doing something like this? He kept accusing God of being unjust, right? Like being unjust. He was like, why, why are you doing this? And God's response to him was just, trust me. I just, you, you just got to trust me. That stayed into my mind. And I think that's when I started to realize I just have to trust God and let him take control. And once I started to trust in him, like given the situation that was happening, I finally felt that peace in my heart. And I understood that I did lose a wonderful man, right? But if he is a believer in Christ, I get to see him in the future. So I'll see you in a couple of many years. Um, but <laughs> yes, many years. <laughs> In a couple of many years. <laughs> um, I guess just that brought peace into my heart. And it I think that's what honestly just helped me throughout the entire process. For those that are listening and those that have lost people, I get it. It's very hard. It is very hard to be in that moment and to get out of that moment was very hard for me. I, I had, I think, days that Carl's would text me and I would just not respond. I would, I'm just like, I don't feel like answering. Like I just, I was in my own little, like, again, funk. I was just not in it. And once I like started to analyze Job's story more and more, I was like, if he can do it, so can I. If he can overcome everything that he lost, this man lost everything that you like literally everything you literally did. and I still technically have a home I still have my mom I still have my brother all I lost was my uncle and I'm not saying he's not much right I'm not saying that he was very special to me but I can learn to move on from it 
because at the end of the day, I go back to what I said in Colossenses, because I can't say the word, um, Colossenses 3, <laughs> where it's basically we're not part of this world. This is temporary and we're not meant to be part of this world. So that's just basically a, a little mini testimonial that I got from this whole experience, this whole and now, for those wondering, he did not die of COVID. He died of other personal health issues. So may he rest in peace. But um, I I learned a lot from it. I learned how to face death, like in the family, face to face. I learned to just heal with just God. Like, I don't want to, like, obviously my family was there to support me. But at the end of the day, the only one that I felt like actually gave me an answer was Christ. So I just, I don't know, that's just my mini testimonial. And it was tough, but hey, <laughs> so I'm smiling now. I'm happy. And I, during the funeral, I literally kept telling everyone, I'm like, it sounds wrong, but I'm thankful he passed away. And it sounds really bad, but I'm thankful he passed away. Cause when you think about it, he's a believer in Christ. So I'm hopeful that he's with God right now. I'm hopeful that he is no longer hurting physically. Cause he, like I said, he had health issues. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's no longer suffering and I'm happy he don't got to pay rent. So <laughs> No bills, okay? And he can watch no, Netflix. No bills wants. in heaven. <laughs> there ain't no bills in heaven, y'all. Yes. No, but um, yeah, so that's something that I I got from that loss. I somehow, like Carl's saying, you turned that loss into something positive. And so I'm happy that he's in a much better place. Yeah. But yeah. That is a mini testimonial, y'all. <laughs> I honestly find it like really cool how you quickly went and looked like at the positive things or like went straight to the bible and figure out okay like why did this have to happen because um i know like from my own personal experience when my grandma passed away i was still at the hospital when this was happening when she passed away like other family members that aren't christian like the majority of my family is like catholic some are like just atheist i guess you could call them the majority of them like to this she passed away in may and to this day they're still in like denial that she like passed away or like don't want to accept the truth you know I always try to remind them like how you said like they're no longer suffering yeah like you should be happy and you know before I think the last time my grandma had come here she like accepted Christ in her heart so it's like you have to look at that as a positive thing you like you're only hurting yourself by still staying in denial because you're letting that suffering stay there you're letting those uh, you know, feelings of resentment or, you know, whatever they might be feeling, you're letting it stay there and you're not dealing with it properly. You're not letting yourself heal because you don't want to accept something that has happened and that unfortunately we can't change. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, whatever you try to do at the end of the day, God's plan is his plan. You can't change his plan. Yeah. Like if that's what he wanted to happen, then that's what's going to happen. You can either take the wrong road and go against God's wishes, or you can just accept it, learn from it, and just take a lesson out of it. Oh, the power of the mind, right? Like yeah. just hearing you guys and how if we sit in the dark thoughts, right? Or the dark emotions, doesn't mean like, you know, you can't be sad. Of course, like feel everything, feel all the emotions. But yeah, it's like understanding the power of our mind and how our, those thoughts can take us into a deeper state of, into yeah. depression, into acting out on those, you know, on those emotions. I go back to letting go, that it's all about letting go, letting God take control. And once you do that, there's such a relief of the burden of trying 
trying to understand why like Layla you're you know how you were asking you know why and like you guys have been saying you know that takes time it's not something that's gonna come from one moment to the next but your consistency and in, in reading the Bible you know taking grabbing hold of his promises that's what will lead you to being truly free mm-hmm. yeah because I feel like if you sit on something for too long like the mind will start playing tricks on you and like it'll blow it out of like proportions and then it's gonna make you think or feel oh my gosh that one thing was actually this major thing that's like stopping me from like healing for example and it's like no like you gotta be careful sometimes you gotta like in a way like turn your mind off either write your thoughts out on a paper and that way it's out or just like be careful because our minds can play like tricks on you yeah because we're sinful beings we're still in a sinful body Mm -hmm. so those things are still there that's why holding on to you know the presence of god inviting god into your home into your space into your room right into your car wherever you have might have those thoughts or that space alone it's so important right so that he can um liberate anything that um is in your mind that shouldn't be there yeah and if you feel like sinning just remember the fun fact of earlier today get on a roller coaster (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) by the time you come down you're gonna forget about it (laughs) yeah (laughs) y'all another testimony this podcast yes how about that yo this podcast was in our minds for like a while so it started who who it was you and um carla right was there someone who first felt it or was it kind of just like a connection you guys were like wait we just started throwing out like random ideas we should do with like the youth yeah a podcast was one of them so we were like oh yeah that'd be so cool and like yeah. we would say we're like okay let's start it and like we plan and then it would just like forget about yeah. it and then like it was just like an up and down thing yeah yeah, yeah i want to say it's yeah. like a good year and a half two years that we like spoke yeah. about this yeah it's been a while i'm so excited as to where this is going to take us i'm excited for those listening where where is this message going to take you guys yeah I'm kind of curious in a way I'm like let us know this is like touching you in some kind of way like if it's making you feel a specific way um because like the whole mindset behind this I was thinking about it last night I'm like spiritually unashamed is sort of our way of spreading the good news right spreading the gospel Mm -hmm. that's honestly the ultimate goal in the bible as well just spread the good news right follow Christ and just make sure it reaches to everyone so for those listening I really hope that whatever we talk about throughout these podcasts or in our blogs or in our IGTVs, whatever you're listening, I really hope that it touches you. And if it does, and you want to like give a testimony or something, please do comment. I would love to read like what's changing in your life. I, I'm nosy and I, I love to read and see God's works in other people. So please, for those listening, let us know, tag us and stuff and be like, yo, spiritually ashamed. Look, look at God's mercy look at god's grace i want to see <laughs> yeah amen or like share on if you want to like private message right like you don't yeah. want to comment we, that's okay we yeah. I think like something about us is that like the three of us are very passionate about like helping the youth like the next I guess generation mm-hmm. after us so like for yeah. us this is a way of doing that and like maybe reaching out oh, like sorry <laughs> um, my dog Rocky <laughs> no <laughs> but this is like our way of reaching like other people and like if it's just through sharing our experiences then like that's our way of helping yeah 
Rocky's like, amen. <laughs> yeah, for real, he's like, I want to be part of this. <laughs> like, yes. Join this family. I just want to say before, like, you know, we move on. Thank you to you guys, to Carl and Layla, because this is something that I would have never thought of doing. And thank you for inviting me to join you guys in this project that was so near and dear to your hearts and something that you had been wanting for a while. So, like this summer, we did devotionals right through FaceTime, reading a couple chapters and. Uh, we tried once fall hit right we try to continue into fall but it was hard right because i mean we have the school schedules and all these other things going on but that really was awesome you know i hadn't done that in a long time where it was just like i didn't have to lead anything i didn't have to you know prepare something for it right it was just literally just like be right so i'm thankful for for that space and then now for this space right that can join you guys in this and it's been really awesome so i'm really appreciative of that <laughs> It's so funny though because like when we like legit started getting serious about doing it this year automatically like the first person that came to mind was you and we're like we have to have her on no like, it was like no joke we're like do you think she's gonna want to do it like do you think she'll like go for it so like we finally like mustered up the courage and we're like all right let's ask her like, let's do it I know. And hopefully people see this as like a way of like encouraging them to maybe try something they like yeah. haven't done before because I know for us like at least for me this is helping me try to be at least more creative with like mm -hmm. Instagram posts for example because I'm like I don't do that. I'll do the writing like <laughs> for you. Like I love writing the blogs. But like now this is pushing me to be like okay no I gotta like step out of that comfort zone and like try Go to see it. what I could do. Yeah and girl you're doing the IGTV so far like Oh, yeah. Oh, Girl, you are out of that circle. Yeah, you I'm like nervous when, when you're going to tell me you need to do one. <laughs> No. that's my thing like I hate being in front of cameras so, so like, I, like I gotta do something that's gonna push me like out of that anxiety causing like fear yeah. I remember before doing this we were talking to Ricky Z's husband he like the first thing he says is okay so you guys need to start like gaining a um an audience and by doing that you need to start posting on your actual social media platform oh. I don't know if you guys know this but I don't post on social media <laughs> year was a year I was gonna delete social social media for my life your last post I swear is like from two years ago or something yeah we're like girl I only have like four posts guys <laughs> yeah because I don't use it that's why I'm like I don't I don't want it that's and then a good thing like, honestly because yeah it causes so much stress yeah I know Ricky goes okay so you guys have but to start still follow us <laughs> yes <Yeah>. please <laughs> Oh yeah, because on the social media, like the spiritual shame one, yo, I'd be like it has a that. purpose, right? Yeah. So it's like you know, you're more excited to do it than like talk yeah, about. no, and it's oh, I feel like like you said, it has a purpose. I'm like more versus my like my personal one. Yeah, my last story was the backpack backpack challenge with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> There's that basically took me out of my own little bubble too, like my own little comfort zone. Those I guess those are our mini testimonials, which ended up being like 30 minutes long. <laughs> so our question for you in today's podcast is what are some things that you are grateful for and what are some things you learned in 2020? Also 
just let you guys know our podcast will be up every first and third Friday of every month, as well as weekly personal blogs on our website, spirituallyunashamed.com. There you can also send us a message and share your thoughts with us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and YouTube um, and on Spotify at Spiritually Unashamed. And share if you see uh, our posts of ours on Instagram, just share it um, on your stories or something like that. It's hard, right? Because you're like, oh, I don't want to be posting all the time about Jesus, but you should. That's something that you shouldn't be ashamed about. So we hope that when you see a post of ours, you feel encouraged to share it as well. So yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> to those listening, before we forget, guys, happy new year. Happy new year. Yes. Hope you guys had a great Christmas. Yes. Happy I hope you all got the presents you wanted. You don't need no presents. Y'all greedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What did your brother say? Y'all all y'all gonna get Dollar Tree um presents. <laughs> That's fine with me. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Jesus is the best gift. Amen. Aww. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Peace out. Peace out.